You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans and 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, you know, most of the teams that we've discussed so far are teams that, to be honest, have been, you know, near the bottom of our rankings for the entire five-year period that we've been doing this. Mm -hmm. But today we're talking about a team that, you know, has won a Super Bowl in the 32 Fans era. Yeah, so the Denver Broncos uh, had their first back-to-back losing seasons, uh, I think, ever. Yeah, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, I mean they are they're not consistently like necessarily one of the top 4 or 5 franchises in football, but they usually go between being like an 8 and 8 9 and 7 team and then shooting up to being a playoff team for a few years and then going back and forth. They're rarely a team picking early in the draft. Uh but this is what happens when you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, it's a problem. Uh John Elway by the way, I think at this point uh, is there anybody still defending his job? As a, no, as a, I mean, you guy. always listen, similar to Mike Shanahan, who won two Super Bowls and was able to keep his job for a couple extra years. Like the Super Bowl will always keep your job for a few years longer than it should. And there's no better person to illustrate that point than the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Right. Joe Flacco would bear, you know, who knows where he'd be. A, he'd be a Ryan Fitzpatrick type at this point in his career based on how he's played. If not for the fact that he won a Super Bowl, got the huge contract. Bill Simmons likes to talk about the big what-if situation. But but to be fair to Joe Flacco, it's not just that he won the Super Bowl. It's that he had one of the greatest, uh, you know, four-game playoff runs of all time. Right, but he wasn't even good then. It's not like he was good in flip. Not for a freak, you know, uh, DB on the Broncos just falling down and giving up an 80-yard touchdown. You know, they lose in the second round, and none of that happens. Even if you say, how about this? Here's a great NFL what-if. What if Kaepernick, like, connects with Michael Crabtree at the end of that Super Bowl and they win? One of the greatest Super Bowls ever, according to everybody but you. No, it's a, it was an unwatchable game. Everyone went home because there was there was no game for an hour. <laughs> if you went to that game, you would have been like, "Oh, that's the worst game." Well, I've ever I think going to the Super Bowl in general is not a great experience. No, 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 no. Um, but I would, of so, course, so as a guy who's never come to close to a Super Bowl, I would I would love to just do it once and watch the Jets lose fifty-two to seven. Um, so yeah, if that what what if Kaepernick becomes the Super Bowl winner? Maybe the Niners are are less want to to cut ties with him. Maybe he's almost certainly still in the league if he wins that game. Flacco's a backup. I mean, so many things change. Yeah, probably. Maybe Jim Harbaugh stays in the NFL. Like yeah. he gets another job. But I just, I'm not sure what the Broncos are doing because you know when you're trying guys at Case Keenum and Joe Flacco, best case, best, best, best case scenario is you have a league average quarterback for a year or two. That's the scene. no, not it, not that's not how Elway's talking. Elway thinks he's like a star. Well, but Elway's insane. He's an idiot. That's that's yeah, the he's point a moron. No, absolutely. Yeah. 
And I mean, and they they keep drafting guys, but I mean, yeah, they did happens. draft a Drew Locke in the second round, so it's yeah. not like they're totally unaware that Flacco's. Well, but you know, but they I mean, make, Paxton Lynch's guys this just team come makes, and go so quickly. They yes. don't even step if, on the field and they're bad. Right, right. If this team makes the playoffs, which they won't, Flacco will be thirty-five during the playoffs. I mean, he's not young. He's yeah. Aaron Rodgers' age. Uh, uh, Joe Flacco's age is not what's holding him back. No, I know, but I'm saying like there's not really a great hope for improvement. Um, Flacco, you know, he's known as this deep ball passer. His deep ball is like one of, if not the most inaccurate in the league. And now he doesn't have a lot of guys to throw deep to. This team doesn't have Demarius Thomas anymore. Emmanuel Sanders tore his Achilles in December. You want to tear your Achilles in September if you're going to tear it. Yeah. Because he's, you know, who knows when he's back. Well, although Adrian could, Peterson tore it in December and then the next year, at the, you know, one of the greatest. It happens. It definitely happens. But listen, people, we've had this argument with the NBA. Like Durant, in theory, if it goes well, could be back in January if he wants, maybe. But, um, uh, yeah, but, it, it, you know, it's not ideal when you're 32 and, was, and we're clearly getting worse. They, both of their first-round picks did flash a little bit last year, uh, you know, whether during games or, or in training camp in the preseason, Cortland Sutton uh, and Deshaun Hamilton. But then they drafted uh, a rookie tight end in the first round. Very, we see very few tight ends being drafted in the first round nowadays. I think Eric Ebron being sort of a bust scared people off. Uh, even though he ended up being good uh, in his second uh, go-around well, in Indy this good year. for fantasy. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, So Noah Fant was super fast. Uh, but I saw this stat, actually. Uh, did you know that there's only been four tight ends in the history of the league uh, as rookies who've had 700 r- receiving yards? No, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's crazy because think about how many like running backs have 700 rushing yards in the history of the league. Probably over 100, right? Well, running backs are really good their first two years. Yeah, but it's just funny how tight ends really take forever to get going. Yeah, but there was a uh, lot ask, of tight ends drafted at the top of the draft this year. So if it's going to happen, I'd, I'd ask you to guess them. But well, yeah, this was a rare tight end draft. Uh, Charlie Young, Keith Jackson, kind of a forgotten player, was a very good player yeah. when I started follow, following yeah. football. But and he was already old by that time. He was like, he was like thirty five on the Packers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, Jeremy Shockey and Evan Ingram, two Giants, were the other two. Yeah. Um, so it's possible, but it's it's very rare. But I guess Fant has probably more. If you're talking fantasy, has more uh, upside than any tight end outside the top eight or nine. Probably I don't know where he's being drafted. I haven't really zone you know honed in on uh, on uh, tight ends in fantasy football yet. Um, did you find? Did you ever find a twelve for your fantasy league? I know you were you were asking. We have a, a lot of uh, contestants. We just. We're, we're well, can we do? With, well, how can we're we have within it on our pod- group about who to who? who no, let's pick. do it on the podcast. Let's bring them on, and we'll pick them live on the podcast. No, I mean, I, I, because I'm no longer in charge of this league, I'm kind of hoping it falls apart. You want the league to fall apart? Yeah, kind of. Your whole this league is your whole life. You literally buy a ring every time you win it, and then pretend like AB. If you're listening, let's do it on the let's do it on the air. Let's have all these people. We'll do a live bracket. We'll break. We'll crush some hearts and dreams. I think it's a good idea. Um, all right, so they have an I'd say an average skill position situation because Sanders is such a question mark, but Sutton, Hamilton, and Fant is a really solid young core. Um, I think uh, you got something there. But obviously the strength of this team is the defense. Von Miller, Chris Harris Jr., Kareem Jackson, Bryce Callahan they just signed. They have a ton of good cornerbacks. It's an above-average secondary, an elite pass rush. They're, they're, go- they're you know one of the hardest teams to play against defensively. Uh, so they're going to have to have Flacco not turn the ball over and then win a lot of games, like 14 to 13. Yeah. Like, I'm look, the Broncos are playing in week one, the Raiders, in that late Monday night game that they always do in week one. Mm-hmm. Can, can, you know, you, it's only week one. You would only have had 15 football games so far in the whole season, but are you going to want to stay up and watch that game? No, it's, it's, it's uh, 
probably the least exciting matchup. Eh, it's not even the least exciting matchup of yeah. week one. But um, but uh, yeah, no, that's not super exciting. Getting up for Flacco Car, I guess maybe people I mean, will be invested Flacco, in other than the teams Antonio like Brown, Miami and like, Washington. Obviously, there's a lot of fantasy where they have there. Miami and Washington, where they obviously have you know an actual battle between like the the rookie and the veteran. But like other than that, I, I mean, I guess Flacco and, and Drew Lock is a similar circumstance because I'm just trying to think of a team that I have less interest in seeing their quarterback. I mean, even Eli, you can see Daniel. I mean. They gotta bring Drew Lock in, right? I mean, there's no chance they're gonna play Flacco for 16 weeks. Yeah, but not week one. I think I think if Flacco struggles, Lock will see time. Yeah. Getting breaking news about uh, yeah, your homeland making uh, great decisions because of you know being forced by uh, my homeland right, president. Deshaun, so. Deshaun Hamilton, uh, I to me is if if you're if you're looking for a fantasy sleeper, I do think if Sanders doesn't play, ends up having a pretty solid year in terms of the running backs. Uh, I I picked uh, Royce Freeman last year in the Super League, which is the new pool of pools, a league of leagues, and uh, I thought that would be a great pick. He'd and Philip Lindsay displaced him like Philip one Lindsay minute t- into yeah, the first immediately. Quarter. So Freeman yeah. wasn't even bad. Freeman actually was solid. There, a lot of people think that it will be more of a fifty-fifty split. Freeman's more of a pass ca- catcher, whereas whereas uh, I, I, excuse me, Philip Lindsay maybe a little bit more of a pass catcher, whereas. Well, Philip Lindsay is just very small, guy. right? I don't know if yes. you want to be giving the ball 200 times a season to a guy who's five foot six, 180 Absolutely. pounds. Absolutely. So there's a good chance that they're both fantasy relevant. I mean, ha- over half teams in the league really. Mm, I think another way of saying that is they're both fantasy non-relevant. But yeah, they're both yeah, they're both RB threes probably, but they're pro- both probably playable mm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, what Lindsay do you have to say about this, this Broncos offensive line? Uh, the Broncos O line is um, yeah. It's <laughs> you can tell I can't find about it. No, it's it's an average offensive line. Uh, Matt, I, Matt Paradise, a lot of people had as the best center in the league. Uh, he left. The Jets refused to sign him for some insane reason. He went to Carolina. Uh, Garrett Bowles, Ronald Leary, Connor McGovern's new Dalton Risner. People like and Juwan James. You might remember from the Dolphins. That's their. Uh, so it's an it's an average offensive line. It's not the issue on this team. Flacco won't be able to blame his offensive line. Locke, if he plays, won't be able to blame it. Um, I. They're, listen, it's a, this is the perfect spot for them. What what number is this? 20, 26? Yep. 20, 20, no, it's not 26. It has to be an odd number. What, what do we have them at? 25? What do you know? Why is it an odd number? No, I'm saying the Broncos. Well, because this is the second team. So oh, no, it's 25. The day. Yeah, yeah. 25. I think that's this, is a per, this team has a, a higher floor than a lot of the teams we've discussed so far, a lower ceiling than even a couple of the teams we've discussed. Uh, they're sort of slightly below average at almost everything. I like them being the 25th best team. Uh, but yeah, you're, they're boring as hell. I agree. Let's do the second half of the mascot bracket. All right. So, fine. so yesterday we did the first half of the mascot bracket. Uh-huh. Staley DeBear advanced to the championship. Not that impressive of, of, a, of a championship contender, honestly. He's just a bear. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of bears come and go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's go to the other side of the bracket. We're going to start with the two seed, the Rams. The Rams have a Ram. His name is Rampage. A lot of Ramaz uh, memories flooding my uh, for me here. Uh, he's going mm-hmm. against uh, number thirty-one for the 49ers, Sourdough Sam. So sourdough bread, of course, is a staple of San Francisco, and this guy is like a miner. It looks like he's uh, you know mining for gold. Uh, the rampage is going to uh, destroy this uh, this miner, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, all right, now we got the fifteen eighteen matchup. The eighteen is Washington. Uh, they do not have a mascot, which is probably uh, for everyone's benefit. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 15 is the Vikings. So the Vikings had a, had a great mascot for years, uh, Ragnar, who was an actual, like, Viking, like a man, 
uh, not in an outfit or anything. And then he wanted to raise a couple of years ago to like $20,000 a game or whatever the number was. The Vikings said, uh, you know, go kick dirt. And so he got replaced with Victor the Viking, who's basically the same version, but like in a mascot form instead of a real person so that he's like cute and cuddly. Vikings are still fierce. And obviously he's going to beat Washington because Washington is nothing. But um, when the Viking has to play uh, the Ram in the next round, I think, you know, Rams, Rams are just, I think, you know, don't, aren't they the ones who run into each other at 100 miles an hour and give each other concussions or whatever? Yeah, I think they're very dumb. Yeah, well, but I think uh, I think that he's going to destroy Victor the Viking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, uh, Ram over man every time. All right, so uh, Rampage, welcome to the uh, Elite Eight. All right, uh, Toral the Bull. We have another bull. We had uh, Benny. Uh, we had Billy the Bull for the for the Bills. Toral the Bull for the Texans is much more fearsome looking. He's like dark black instead of light blue. I mean, look at Toro. He looks fearsome, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he's a fearsome bull. Yeah, now he's facing uh, the team we're talking about today, the Broncos. The Broncos have uh, a horse, two horse mascots. They have Miles, who is uh, a mascot horse. And then they have Thunder 2, Thunder the Second, who is an actual horse, uh, much like Kansas City, where they have a real one and a uh, and a uh, animated cartoon one, uh, whatever you want to call it, mascot one. Uh, you know, two horses good, but one bull better. Toro advances, right? Yes. All right, uh, now the Colts mascot. Now, the Colts are actually a horse, so you'd think their mascot would be a horse, but their their mascot, whose name is Blue, uh, you know, are you looking at Blue? What exactly is he? All right, so let's call him up. Blue? His name is Blue. Let's see. Buy some time by doing some Googling. Okay, so Blue is the official mascot. Yeah, yeah so he's kind of uh, a horse. Well, I but mean, he they looks say like a dinosaur. He's an anthropomorphic blue horse, but yeah. he looks more like sort of a baseball style, just random monster, doesn't he? Random monster. He's a random monster. Yeah. I agree. But they do claim but he's he a should horse. be a horse. I mean, it's the Colts mascot. It should be a horse, right? Yeah. So he's going against uh, the Jaguars mascot, whose name is Jackson Deville. I love the name Jackson Deville. But yeah, it's I a great I, name. I think I think best mascot I, name we've encountered. No, yeah, I think, I think Blue was beating him. I think Blue probably has several hundred pounds on, on him. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Toro, who already beat one horse in Denver, he's beating another horse. So Toro the Bull goes to the Elite Eight. Now we have Ram against Bull, and I think here Bull advances. So I have Toro going to the Final Four. Okay. All right, you don't seem to have a lot of opinions here. You. All right, we got one more region to go. Let's see if Keith can get fired up. Uh, Keith. Okay. Number yes. three is the Saints. They have Gumbo. And Sir Saint. Gumbo is a dog. Sir Saint is just a dude with a big chin. He looks like Jay Who's Leno. Who's the main mascot? That would be funny if Jay Leno... So Gumbo's a big... He is a big dog. He's literally a big dog. Yeah. Uh, Sir it, Saint. It would be funny if Jay Leno was like the lo- the Vegas <laughs> team's mascot. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Now, they're going against your Jets. Now, your Jets are not a team with enough like tradition or legacy or whatever gravitas to not have a mascot. So well, what's with the Jets not having a mascot? Well, the, the Jets focus more on their cheerleaders... A and B, they had firemen Ed. If you have like a super famous fan, then sometimes that takes the place of a mascot. You know, I think Mister Met should just be Mister Jet for the football season. What do you think about that? One second, sorry. Okay, what did you say about the Jets mascot? Sorry, I wasn't listening. 
Hello? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Fireman Ed now. Fireman Ed is the mascot. Oh. So you guys Except are going to find Fireman Ed. By the way, Fireman Ed, of course, famously a Dolphins fan. Yeah, a Dolphins fan. He's been gone for a few years, but he was the mascot. They focus on the, on the flight crew, the Jets cheerleaders. Yeah, not bad. All right. Uh, either way, uh, the Saints are advancing. Uh, the mm-hmm. 14-19 matchup. 14 is the Titans mascot. Uh, he is T-Rack. Do you have any familiarity with T-Rack? I have no familiarity with him. All right. Trying to look at him here. T-Rack. Uh, he is a raccoon, the state animal of Tennessee. Yeah, raccoons are pretty small. I think he's in trouble. He's going against Freddie the Falcon. I think the Falcon's going to win here. Falcon's going to win this, yeah. Yeah. All right, and then we have uh, 11 versus 22. 11 is the Ravens, and we have three Ravens. We have Poe, Rise, and Conquer. Uh, and then they are going I against... I like the theme. Yeah, they're going Rise against... Rise and the, Conquer, and then Poe. There's no, yeah, there's uh, no. they're going against the Bengals mascot, who is uh, a tiger named Hooday. Yeah, he just tears them apart. Oh, see, I disagree. I like the numbers. I give it to the, to the uh, Ravens. It's a Bengal tiger. Yeah, but it's three on one. They yeah, if it was a hundred on one, we could. Talk. They fly and they poke one. out his eyeballs. No, it's a Bengal tiger. He wins. They're, I mean, all right, fine. So the Bengal's gonna win. That's fine. And then, uh, and then we have uh, our last matchup in the first round is Rowdy, the Cowboys' extraordinarily lame, pathetic-looking cowboy, against the Giants, who don't have a mascot. So uh, the Bengal destroys Rowdy in the next round. And then we have the Bengal against Freddie Falcon, and. Um, I, I I really want. I think this Falcon beats the Bengal. You think the Falcon beats the Bengal? Yeah, he swoops in. No, he flies he away once. He gets eaten. No way. How's, yeah. how's he going to eat him? The tiger doesn't have like opposable thumbs. How's he going to grab him? Uh, the Bengal just eats him. Fine. So you, I have this Bengal losing in the first round. You have him all the way in the final four. Mm-hmm. Either way, for sure, Toro the Bill beats him, right? Yes, Toro the Bill. Fine. Can Toro the Bull. Okay, so we have Toro the Bull against Staley the Bear. In the mm-hmm. championship, and I give it to Toro. I think he just has that. That I mean, he's probably he's probably weighs what five hundred pounds more. I have no idea. Yeah, let's see. Well, let's see how. Well, let's do the tail of the tape because we have a minute here. Okay. So, which one are you looking up? Uh, Staley the bear or Toro I'm looking up the Toro bull? the bull. All right, I'll look up Staley the bear. How, what what does he weigh? He's not a particularly scary bull. First of all. Oh, I disagree. Look at those eyes. I like that they have his zodiac sign as a Taurus. That makes sense. That's, yeah. that's important. Um, All right. So see how many a, Twitter followers they a have. A brown bear uh, can get up to 1,300 pounds. Okay. All right. What about bulls? He's got 13,700 Twitter followers. How big? A bull definitely gets more than 1,300 pounds. Yeah, uh, twenty four hundred pounds. So it's yeah, double the twice size. Twice the size. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like the bull. I like the bull. The bull's chances here. All right, so Toro the Bull, uh, the winner of the NFL mascot bracket. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm not sure how well he's going to be doing against the other mascots. In, in, you in, mean the in other the winners? Though, in the four. tournament of champions, he's going to get destroyed. Yeah. So uh, as a reminder, we have uh, our baseball winner was a Dinger, who is a Triceratops, who weighs mm-hmm. like 5,000 pounds or something. Our NBA mascot winner was Stuff the Magic Dragon. Now, he's a dragon, and he's magical, so he's for sure mm-hmm. beating Toro. Yeah. And then our NHL mascot winner was NJ Devil, who's literally the devil. So those are three serious competitors versus just, like, a bull. Yeah, the bull is definitely fourth there. Yeah. I mean, by a distant fourth. Now, the NFL is the greatest sport, but uh, the weakest mascot. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, listeners wanted us to finish our mascot bracket there. We did. Let us know who would win in that final four, in your opinion. We're not even considering the bull. So uh, would you go with the New Jersey Devil, uh, Dinger the Triceratops, or Stuff the Magical Dragon? Yeah, that's really. I like that. There's a devil, a raptor, and a dragon. I do think you there's know, the no raptor. Is, there's no raptor. What are you talking I, about? St- uh, the triceratops, whatever, a dinosaur. There's yeah. a d- dinosaur, but, but a dragon, an actual and a devil. large, scary dinosaur, not a chicken size, but that. Yeah, but I'm saying dinosaur. like that's a, it's a very good match. But I mean, they yeah. just team up and destroy the bull right away. It's like a royal rumble. Like they just throw him out of the ring I don't before think they you think about up. it. I think that bull is losing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he leaves the ring on his own volition. Yeah. All right. What else are we talking about here? Uh, let's do the Broncos schedule. No. All right. When are we going to get to some good teams, some interesting teams? Right, uh, I'll ask you. So week one, we said they go to Oakland. They play late at night on Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. In Oakland, I'm going to say Oakland wins that game. Yeah. Uh, this is their only game of the year. Oh, no, they have a Thursday night game as well. The only night game for this pathetic team. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then they come home. They face the Chicago Bears. Uh, this is... Uh the Von Miller Khalil Mack game. I guess that's what it's being called. Uh, I'm going to say the Bears win. Ugly right. game. Ugly game. All right, and I wasn't paying attention. What do you have happening in Week One? Uh, so the Broncos are one and, uh, are zero and two. Okay. Oh, they lose in Oakland. All right, Jack. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a big win Week One. All right. Uh, you know how you know how like every fan always has their teams. Uh, like you know if when we did the fan prediction every like the the league was like 50 games over 500. On this podcast, we're like 40 games under 500 somehow. <laughs> well, once we get to the good teams, hopefully that'll flip. All right, week three they go to Green Bay. That's a loss. All right, zero and three, and then week four at home against Jacksonville. They're gonna win. All right, so Vic Fangio finally gets a win. Yeah, one and three. He goes to the Chargers in week five. We haven't talked about Fangio. Let's talk about Fangio for a second. Every team when they fire a head coach always goes in the opposite direction, right? Sure. If offense, defense, defense, yeah. offense, Not players, coach, disciplinarian, vice versa. No, so the Broncos stayed defense, but they went from a young, inexperienced coach to a very, very, very old for a first-time head coach at 60 years old, Vic Fangio. Yeah, but people uh, have been comparing Fangio to, like, Mike Zimmer, and I disagree because Mike Zimmer, for years, they talked about how he should be a head coach. Fangio mm-hmm. just seemed like a career coordinator kind of guy. Right. He got, like, he got like he was, like, fourth in, like, 20 different job interviews. He, like, never oh, almost I don't, had a I job. never remember him being a serious competitor anywhere, and it was almost like, well, the Bears had a good year on defense. I guess we have to hire this guy, but mm-hmm. he just— yeah. I think it's going to be two rough years, and he's going to go back to being a decent defensive coordinator. Probably right. Yeah. He'll be like a Wade Phillips. He'll be DCing into his 70s. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a poor man's Wade Phillips. But, yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very unimpressed with Fangio. Also, some of the comments, he's been making these idiotic comments about, about you know, analysis and, and, and you know. No, I'm, wor- I'm definitely worried about the offense. I think, I, think it's, I think it's worrisome. Yeah. Uh, all right. But then so they they beat the Jaguars. They go to where? What's the Los next? Angeles to play the Chargers? Well, that's a loss. One and four. Yeah, one and four. They play the Titans at home. It's a win. Two and four. All right. Uh, they face the Chiefs on Thursday night football. A loss. Two and five. Then they go at the Colts. Uh, that's a loss. Two and six. All right. And they play the Browns before they're buying. I'm going to say that's a win. I'm going to say they need that one. All right. So three it. and six for the Browns coming out of their bye. They have yeah. a road trip. They start at Minnesota. Loss. Three and seven. And then at Buffalo. Ugh. That's I'm like gonna say they the, win that. I'm like two twenty two thirty four on your yeah. game rankings. In my two fifty six, that might not even be two thirty four. It might yeah. be like two forty nine or something. All right. You said that's a win. They go into Buffalo and win. All right. So yep. now they're four and seven. Four and seven. Uh, you know, I, I, they're probably eliminated at this point, but uh, yeah. they come home to face the Chargers. Now they're eliminated. They lose four and eight. Right. Four and eight at Houston. Loss. 
four and nine at Kansas City. I assume is a loss. Yeah, four and ten. Yeah, Andrew's in trouble at this point. He probably yeah, at needs this a point, win. Yeah, they're probably looking at the draft, but then they have two uh, winnable home games to end the season at home against the Lions and the Raiders. I, I think they win them. I think they go six and ten. I think they're a little unlucky that maybe their two easiest games or two of their three easiest games are in week sixteen and seventeen. They're really gonna have to stay afloat for a while. Yeah. All right, so, so six and yet 10, another I think, is, is every team we've discussed teams. so far is going to end up six and ten. Now, what's funny? Well, listen, we're talking about the bad teams, yeah. um, but this team uh, played a million close games last year. They only they were blown out four times. They had two blowout wins. They were closer to like a seven and a half and eight and a half team. Yeah, I thought like, Joseph got a raw deal. I'm not saying yeah. that he's a great coach, but no, he's know. a bad coach. He was overpromoted by one level, but he he didn't do he did a decent amount with almost nothing. I'd rather have him than Fangio, though, for the same reason I'd rather have, like, you know, any rookie quarterback than right. like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He, so they were a 6-10 team that was probably at least a 7-9 team last year. Uh, this year, maybe there'll be a 7-9 team that's really a 6-10 team. Who knows? <sighs> when are we getting so interesting teams? We're so, we're so far from, we're so far from uh, being able to finish this episode also. <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about? I mean, we just talked about mascots for a few minutes. Okay. We talked about Vic Fangio. I mean, what else is there to say? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, our next two podcasts about interesting teams, the survey says no. I'd say 24 and 23 are not good teams. 22 and 21 are not good teams. 20 and 19 start to get a little frisky. 17 and 18 are sort of like traditionally uh, good teams that are kind of boring. Well, hold on. So I'm going to make some disagreements. 24, I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a lot to talk about. But I'm, 23 not like... and 22 are boring. 21, we have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. 20, 19. 20's kind of an interesting team. 19's kind of interesting. 17. Uh, mm-hmm. by, and then by 16 is when I think we I'm going to make a decree, teams. okay? Yeah. For, we're going to try this. For 24 uh, and 23. No. 24 gets a standalone episode. Maybe okay. 23 and 20. Like maybe we start doing two in a 32-minute spot until we start getting interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we have there's two. We have to combine two episodes. We have to combine a couple, especially we missed yesterday. Yeah, we probably have to combine two different sets. The only thing is, twenty four. There's a lot to talk about. Well, we didn't miss yesterday. We've been posting an episode every day. We didn't. But I'm saying one. you didn't record yesterday because you were doing a chart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking ahead here. I think. Oh, let really, me just. By the way, let me tell you. Uh, so yeah. overall rankings, we had uh, six people rank. Uh, all 32 teams. So the Dolphins added up to 188. That nobody had. Every single person had them at 32nd or 30th. Nobody had them outside the bottom three. So they were 188. The Giants were 182. The Redskins 168. That's a big drop. And then very close between the Bengals and the Bills, 64, 63. Uh, big drop to the Cardinals at 155. The Bucks 154. Broncos 150. Right ahead of tomorrow's team. It's 148. Um, the number one through four teams. Teams one and two are tied. Teams three and four are tied. Almost all four are tied with each other. They're only two points apart. Widely ahead of team five, which is all the way at... Those teams are at 15 and 17 points total. You know, 15 divided by six is... Uh, yeah, I'm very confused. Two and right a half. Now. Okay, everyone's confused. This is the kind of thing you need to see visually, not here. And so I'm all saying like... And, but so there's a clear top four. According to our listeners, there's a clear top four. And then there's a clear bottom five. It's, and the biggest gap of all is between 19 and 18. Gets to be like, they must think there's a huge gap between the blanks at 18 and the blanks at 19. Anyway, tomorrow, 24. Uh, what if we play a song? Could that, and then we bomb the, like blow up the song. Can I play you a song I was listening to today? Sure. How about you listen on air, and we'll say if you like it, okay? Okay, what is the song? 
The song is called, uh, it's by the band uh, Bon Iver. Okay. Do you know Bon Iver? Yes, of course I know Bon Iver. What's the name of the guy who sings Bon Iver? Some, sometimes he does things solo, if you're such a Bon Iver stan. I didn't say I'm a Bon Iver stan. Uh, who's their main singer? I don't know. Um, it, uh, Justin Vernon is his, na- is his name. Uh, all right. Okay. And uh, uh, Gelmore. So play Bon Iver Gelmore for us. Tell me if you like this song. I, I was uh, doing something in the room before, and I just had the song on repeat for like an hour. Okay. And it didn't bother me. So let's play Gelmore by Bon, bon Iver. Okay. So I famously have great taste in music. Maybe people will like this. This music video is going to give me a, a seizure. Nothing to say so far about either this music video or the song. No, I, I've never seen the music video. But why were you hyping the song so much? I just liked the song. I was listening to the song and I enjoyed it. This this woman is doing some kind of weird dance. Or just listen to the music. Forgetting about the music video. Who watches music videos? It's 2019. Yeah, no one watches music videos. That's why they all have 800 billion views on YouTube. Oh, they're just they're people like me who listen in the background. All billion of them. So this woman's wearing tzitzis, by the way. I feel a lot more like random tzitzis. Oh, boy. DeMarcus Cousins a knee injury. Breaking news. That's not good. Bad news for the Lakers. Man. Imagine somebody uh, gave him the max. I don't know. Uh, can we give up on this song? Oh, I got another minute to go. No, you, it's a two and a half minute song. It's not like a super long yeah. song. It's two and a half minutes we, too long. We can't give up on the song because the podcast isn't even over after the song is over. This podcast never ends. Yeah, we should combine two teams into a 32-minute episode. I, yeah, I mean, I thought of this now, but uh, let's do it for the next episode. This is the song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friend. This isn't even a song. Like, there's no music in this. Yeah, I know. I like it. We'll have a vote in the Facebook group. People like this song. Yeah. Well, it's over. All right. All right, uh, I give that two thumbs down. I have a bad taste in music. Since you're such a bon- b- big Bon Iver f- song fan, what's your favorite Bon Iver song? You picked a song that's so short that we still have like three more minutes to talk about nothing. Okay. Who's the third string quarterback for the Broncos? Third string? Yeah. Um, I think Kevin Hogan. Oh, he's a former Viking, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's the third string. Yeah. Uh, do- what do you think has to happen for Elway to get fired this year? I don't. There's no way that he's getting fired. Come on. You don't think so? No. He's 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 too. He's way too powerful, and influential there. It is hard. My my dad always says you can't hire people that you don't that you can't fire. Don't hire people that you can't fire. No, Hogan was never on the Vikings. You're making you don't follow football. He for, he was he was famous for being on the Browns. Like he actually played on the Browns, but he played. He was in the Chiefs and Redskins organizations also. He went to Stanford University, the Cardinal. Yeah. His 40-yard 40, his 40 dash is 4.78 seconds. The one he gets his three-cone time. 
6.1. Oh, 6.9. That's close. Oh, uh, his Wonderlic score is incredibly high. He must be a very smart guy. 32. 38. Oh, wow. Kevin Hogan, play him. He should be the GM. John Elway's Wonderlic is probably negative four. Yeah. I don't think they release the Wonderlic scores anymore. They used to release them. Yeah, I know. you got to find it leaked somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't imagine it's the best use of... Uh, yeah, like you know what? Uh, we lost your audio for half of the Bengals episode, and uh, this is still the worst episode we've done so far. <laughs> yeah, it was just bad. It's not the yeah. worst episode. What do you think is the worst episode ever? Do you still rank the episodes? Remember you did, a, you did an episode ranking once? Yeah, I've done that for the first 100 episodes. Well, what are we up to now? We're way over 100, right? Yeah, yeah, we're at like 290 or 287 or something. Oh, we're, cl- we're coming to... Uh, the big 300. Yeah, what should we do for 300? Probably just... I don't know. You know what we should do? Bomb. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.